I've posted this story once before in a lot less detail in a different thread, but never here. It is 100% true. It happened back in the late 1980s when I was home one summer on break from college. About two years prior, my dad had purchased an old house with the intention of eventually tearing it down to build a new home. The house was built in 1916, and like most homes built in that era, it had a really unconventional floor plan. There was a central living room and kitchen like any other normal home, but the three bedrooms were more akin to separate apartments. Each had its own separate outside entrance, a private bathroom, and a door that led to the common area living room and kitchen. Perhaps the place was originally intended to be a boarding house or something. I really don't know. The other thing that was a little creepy about the house was that it was all wood. The ceilings, walls, and floors were all brown and nothing was ever painted or plastered. My dad was a pretty cool guy. While he was waiting for permits and financing, he let three of my friends live there for free in exchange for watching the place. They had a lot of parties, but my dad didn't care as long as none of the neighbors complained. Hell, I went to a few parties there myself when I was lucky enough to be home from college. Eventually, two of my friends moved out, leaving my one buddy there to watch the mostly empty house on his own. He was not the type of person to be afraid of living alone in a half-empty house, so he was fine with the situation. I'm at home one afternoon when the phone rings. It's my buddy, and he sounds terrified. He tells me to call the police and to meet him out in the front of the driveway of the house, but under no conditions, go in. I ask him why, and he tells me that there's a crazy clown in the house. Apparently, he was sick with the flu in bed for the previous two days. When he finally felt well enough to go into the kitchen to get something to eat, he runs face to face with a crazy woman dressed in a clown suit and makeup who starts screaming at him. It was then that he ran out of the house and called me in a panic from a nearby gas station. I call the police and then drive over to the house which was about two miles away. I find my buddy on a sidewalk out front and he's really shaken up. I ask him to describe what he saw and he keeps saying there's a crazy clown woman in the house. I ask for more details and he describes her as a woman dressed in a white clown suit with red makeup smeared all over her face. He is still a little sick so he looks really bad and honestly he is really freaking me out as well. There was no way in hell that I was going into that house to investigate his story. After what seems like an eternity, a cop shows up. My buddy tells him the exact same story. The cop then goes into the house while we wait outside. After about five minutes, he emerges, escorting a crazy clown woman who looks exactly as my friend described her. 
She has wild, unkept brown hair and is wearing this weird, baggy one-piece, all-white body jumper suit. What was really disturbing, though, is her face. She had a tube of lipstick, which she cruelly spread red all over her cheeks in a failed attempt, I suppose, to make them look rosy. Although we were both freaked out, the cop thought it was hilarious. The clown woman claimed it was her house, and then accused us of being on drugs and trespassing on her property. When the cop told her to get in the back of his squad car, she warned him, saying that she had powerful friends in Tinseltown who would have him fired. When he comes back to talk to us, he tells us that he can't arrest her for breaking and entering because the house is half abandoned. He said the best he could do is drive her a few blocks away and hope she doesn't wend her back. This, of course, freaks us out even more. Fortunately, though, when they ran a background check on her, it turns out she has an outstanding warrant and would be going to jail instead. This is the last time we saw her. When we went back inside the house, we find all kinds of crazy stuff written on the kitchen cabinets and the same red lipstick she rubbed all over her face. There was also some 10-day-old fish in the fridge that my friend never got around to eating that she cooked on a stove and ate. The really scary thing, though, was that this crazy woman was in the same house with my friend for at least a day while he was sick and semi-delirious in bed with the fever. She was probably harmless, but who knows what she would have done if she stumbled upon him while he was sleeping. His door was unlocked the entire time. Fortunately, she never did as far as we know. One of the things she wrote on a cabinet and lipstick was her name. While I'm not allowed to disclose it here, I googled it and found the mugshot that was taken of her some years later. Here it is. I've never had any experiences that really freaked me out, except this one. I was around 11 years old and was with my sister and her friends. They were all around 16 years old and were taking me trick-or-treating. We were going door to door to get candy and playing with silly string. I kept getting this weird feeling, like I was looking behind me constantly and had no clue why. Around 9.30 p.m., I turned around quickly and there was a guy dressed up as a clown about two yards behind us. I wasn't really scared about this because I like clowns and since this was the first time I saw him, I figured he was just trick-or-treating, but he followed us for another hour, never getting candy, and waiting for us at each house we stopped at. At this point, I was stressing and told my sister about the clown. She decided that we try to go a completely different route and see if he still follows us. So, we all crossed the street and he followed us. My sister absolutely hates clowns and was freaked out, so she called her dad to pick us up. We continued walking for around 30 minutes, 
until our dad called us, saying where he was parked. We all started walking fast towards the direction of my dad's car, but that's when a clown ran in front of us and tried to corner us. I think he knew that we were trying to leave. My sister and her friends were freaking out, and me, being a naive and outspoken kid, I yelled at the clown to leave us alone. I remember that he tilted his head to the side when I said that, kind of like a confused dog. I grabbed my sister's silly string and told the clown that if he didn't leave us alone, I'd ruin his outfit with silly string. Again, I was a naive kid. I actually thought that he would be scared of silly string. The clown didn't back off, so I stringed him all over his mask and costume. While I did this, my sister called our dad again, telling him to hurry where we were. The clown struggled to get the string off of his mask so we could see, but we were already running. My dad came around the corner and we all rushed inside the car. The clown caught up with us, trying to open the car door, but it was locked. As my dad hit the gas, the clown slammed his hands on the back window. I remember watching him out the back window, trying to chase the car, but failing. I never figured out what was up with that clown, but there were other reports of a clown with the same description chasing kids in the area. Creepy clown, I hope that silly string ruins your outfit and that we never meet again. (laughs) My name is Mr. Bongo and I'm a professional clown. I've been one for over 15 years. I graduated from Ringling Bros Barnham and Bailey Clown College in 1997. The last year the college had a fixed location. I'm what you call a tramp or hobo clown, but mostly I'm referred to as a sad clown when pointed at by children. I am a sad clown. I never got my chance to shine. Business has been rough for the past few years, and most of us don't want to give up the life, but some of us don't have a choice. Me? I refuse to give it up. This is my life. This is who I am. I am a clown. But with business being the way it is, I've been forced to expand my horizons. Recently, I met with an old friend. We graduated together back in the day. I haven't seen him in years, so I was thrilled when he looked me up. After a few beers, we started reminiscing about the good old days, and naturally, today's clown market, or lack thereof, came up. That's when he told me what he's been up to for the past few years. Children aren't the only ones who likes clowns, he whispered through beer-soaked breath. He slipped me a slip of paper and patted me on the shoulder. He leaned over before getting up and walking out of the bar. We're hiring. I flipped the paper over and saw the address. The next night, 
I was in full makeup, standing on the doorstep of a stranger's house. My heart felt like it was going to burst out of my chest as I pressed the doorbell. It was one of those long chimed bells. It felt like it went on for hours. The door finally opened, and a beautiful, bleach-blonde woman stood before me. She was covered in gaudy jewelry, and those hills must have been at least six inches. She grinned from ear to ear as she took my hand and led me through the enormous house. It was filled with people. Men, women, old, young, black, white. I lost count of them all. They were all smiling as I passed. I was led up the staircase and into a small room with a vanity mirror. The woman sat me down and left. I opened my bag and checked my makeup. I assumed this was what the room was meant for. I double checked to make sure I had all of my props. I was good to go. I slipped on my giant clown shoes as a man walked into the room. He was about 40 with salt and pepper hair and looked as if he took very good care of himself. That tux must have cost thousands. You ready? He said checking his watch. Yes sir, I said trying to hide my shaky hands good he said with the same grin as the woman follow me i did we ended up in a room down the hall this one was completely dark when we walked in i could feel how large it was even in the darkness the man flipped a light switch and half of the room lit up All of the people from downstairs were sitting in leather recliners, watching me. They were all smiling. They seemed almost giddy. The man patted my shoulder as he walked to the back of the room, into the darkness. I had no idea what was going on. A tiny red light turned on in the back of the room. It looked like it was above some sort of tripod. The man came walking back out and flipped a second light switch. The other half of the room lit up. All of their heads turned in unison, turned to the bed, turned to the woman, eyes and mouth taped shut, naked, limbs spread out to each corner, tied to the bedpost. Muffled screams poured out from behind the tape. They all turned back to me, just as the man flipped the first switch and turned off the audience lights. For a split second before they went dark, I saw the joy in their faces. They lit up like kids on a Christmas morning. They were there for me. The sounds of zippers being unzipped filled the room. This was my time to shine. So, if any of you out there would like to utilize my services, please feel free to drop me a line. My name is Mr. Bongo. And I'm a clown for rent. I'm always looking to expand. And I hope to hear from you soon. Mr. Bongo, clownforrent at gmail.com.